This is the Impact Report. I'm your host, Katie Ullman. The Impact Report brings together students and faculty in Bard College's MBA in Sustainability program with leaders in business, sustainability, finance, social entrepreneurship, and more. These conversations go live the first and third Friday of each month. This week, Bard MBA Sahara James and Kiana Cardwell speak with Stacy Smedley, Executive Director of Building Transparency. And definitely, I'm super excited about this interview today. Um, I am a lead green associate. We're um, in the MBA and sustainability program. And my overall kind of focus in terms of my career journey is to build inclusive communities kind of through accessibility, through education and, and integration of systems. So really just seeing the, the great work that you're doing at building transparency and kind of providing all of this access and, and education around carbon and, and the things that we can really do to, to make change was something that really just blew me away and I jumped at the opportunity to, to get some time with you. So thank you so much for, for taking that time. Of course, happy to be here. Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Sahara. I am also an MBA student in my second year. Um, like Kiana, I'm also a lead green associate. We actually studied together <laughs> last summer for the exam. Um, and uh, my actually my interests align a lot with Kiana's. I'm definitely interested in uh, specifically, I am born and raised in New York City. So my heart is here and my uh, the work I want to do is here. I really want to understand where it is I can fit into um, build, you know, safer and cleaner communities, um, especially for communities that have been historically neglected and tend to be in areas where there are really high greenhouse gas emissions, um, a lot of um, hazardous materials in buildings. And um, I'm trying to get into a space where uh, people of color and people of low income communities can have, you know, equitable and safe and clean uh, living environments. And obviously that starts a lot like with with the data and it starts like with the technology. So um, like Kiana, I absolutely jumped at the opportunity to uh, speak with you today. So yeah, I speak for both both of us. We're really happy to be here. Awesome, me too. <laughs> Thank you. So um, we know it's, it's estimated that the volume of construction waste generated worldwide will top 2.2 billion tons by 2025. And Building Transparency is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide the open access data and tools necessary to enable broad and swift action across the building industry in addressing embodied carbon's role in climate change. Um, we wanted to thank you so much, um, Stacy Smedley, Building Transparency's Executive Director for joining us today. Um, for listeners who may not be familiar with the term, can you talk a little bit more about embodied carbon, kind of define the term and what it really means to um, climate change and sustainability? Absolutely. Yeah, so embodied carbon is um, really looking at the carbon emissions associated with uh, the extraction, the manufacturing, the transportation and the installation of um, construction materials. It also looks at um, the use state end of life stage. So how long are those materials gonna be in place? How many times you're gonna replace them in the building? Actually produce more materials with more carbon. And then at the end of life, what are you doing with those materials? Are you recycling them back into new materials? Are you putting them in a landfill getting to your, your waste point? 
um, are you thinking about it kind of in a circular way where you can do do less do less with more uh, and, and use those waste streams actually in new materials too. So it's really all of that through the lens of, of the carbon emissions and, and even more largely the greenhouse gas emissions associated with um, how we build our buildings and what they're made out of. Um, and then that for us really um, proxies into, into pollution. And I think to your points, thinking about where we make these materials, where these manufacturing locations are and the communi communities that they're impacting, how we can reduce those emissions at the source uh, when we're making the concretes and the steels um, that we're building with. Thank you. And what brings you to this work? Can you talk a little bit about your professional background or journey, how you got to, to where you are? Um, so this journey for me really started when I was a little girl. Uh, I grew up in rural Oregon, so a place where there are a lot of trees and, and um, dirt roads. And um, my grandpa's land uh, was kind of in the middle of that. And um, he decided to sell it when I was uh, seven. And uh, we kept the house and I watched as they actually came and clear cut uh, the land and built a whole bunch of um, suburban houses that all looked the same uh, and asphalt roads. And so I decided that I had to figure out a way for us to build things that didn't destroy nature when I was that age. Um, and went through architecture school to see if I could design buildings that were better. Uh, then got um, the opportunity to work with Skanska, that's a global contractor, where they build all over the, the world. And I realized that the construction industry can actually make a huge positive impact if, if we're thinking about all of that stuff that we're building. So I joined Skanska about seven years ago um, and then really dug deeply into the environmental impacts of construction materials, um, which led to the creation of Building Transparency, which is the nonprofit that I'm now running um, with Skanska support actually uh, when it comes to how I'm my salary. So I'm still getting paid through Skanska, which is a very big gift um, to really run this, this work at the nonprofit. Um, and that work is to really provide this data around all these carbon emissions of the materials, free and open access and a tool that allows anyone uh, to be able to compare products and incentivize manufacturers to, to reduce their emissions. Um, Google, uh, Amazon, um, our board is Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Salesforce. Um, a lot of large companies that are building a whole bunch of buildings all over um, the, the globe, really. And then a bunch of architects and engineers and general contractors that are trying to understand this and support free open access data um, they can all use to reduce the impacts of what they're designing and building. Wow, that's really cool to see kind of the, the integration of different industries and professionals kind of working within your organization. Um, can you talk a little bit about why you think it took so long for kind of the building industry as a whole to kind of come together and, and take collective action? It's a very good question. Uh, I've been I've been in this space now. I graduated in 2003, so almost 20 years, um, always focused on this. And I think um, in the sustainability space, uh, we've learned a lot over that time. I think um, we actually have come to the realization we don't have enough time to compete. Uh, on these things if we're going to meet what we have to for, for mitigating climate change and getting to uh, the carbon reductions we need. So uh, I think in other things around green building, there was maybe more competition, more folks trying to come up with their own solutions. And, and now with it really 10 years to act on, on climate, um, climate change, we don't have the time to be competitive. We have to kind of get on one train and move as fast as possible and build the train tracks together as we go. I really like that analogy. Um, I think about that a lot. Like we don't have time for the fluff around it. There's a there's a bigger there's a bigger fish to fry here. 
Um, can you talk us through the embodied carbon in construction calculator or for short the EC3 tool and what that looks like? Sure. Yeah, I'll try not to get too technical because I can get really nerdy about this and in the, in the weeds on the data. No. Um, <laughs> so um, the EC3 tool uh, began um, as a way to really think about how we could treat, um, how we select our building materials um, like we do around cost. So typically an owner will say they want this building made of these things and a contractor and design team will say, okay, here's the products that meet your requirements and here's how much they cost. And they'll make a choice based on those those costs, and you know we also need to be making these choices based on carbon. So how do we create competitiveness around carbon, just like we have cost competitiveness from all these manufacturers? Uh, if they can if they can drive down cost because of what we're doing, they should also be able to drive down carbon um, based on what we're doing and how we procure. So the tool is a place where we take um, third-party verified documents called environmental product declarations that give us that carbon content per unit of material. So you could have you know, this concrete supplier's mix and that concrete supplier's mix and take that carbon content and compare them. Um, so if I have two suppliers I can procure from and I have costs for those mixes, I could also have the carbon content and then the owners can make the choice based on both. Um, so it's a place where we've put all these um, EPDs into a digital format, um, it's free to register for, you can access the tool, search by material and location to get to a list of manufacturers and products that you can then look at their carbon content um, and help make an informed decision. Um, and sometimes there's you know 30 to 50% swings in the carbon content for comparable products at the same cost. So it's been really interesting just to be able to say to owners, you know, we can reduce your carbon emissions of what you're building at, at no cost or risk. We just haven't been looking at the data. Wow, that's incredible to see exactly kind of what you said there just illuminating something that people didn't have access to or didn't know about um, can really make such a, a huge difference. Um, and I know Building Transparency is a, a relatively new organization founded in 2020. So can you talk a little bit about what your impact has been thus far and then what's on tap for, for 2021 in the future? Sure, absolutely. This is the question I get excited about. So um, we didn't know what adoption was going to look like when we launched the tool publicly. Um, and in the past year, we're over 11,000 registered users in one year. So it's like, it's like the curve I don't want to flatten. This, this year of last year of COVID was my joke. Um, but so that's about a 250 um, user increase almost every week, which is really exciting. Um, that also equates to over 50,000 searches of the materials in the tool. So um, that's just for concrete, actually. So it's, it's more than that when we take in other materials. But um, so just knowing that there's that many people hitting the button to compare these products and really think about carbon when they're doing their um, design and construction uh, procurement um, is pretty exciting. So that's kind of where we are. Um, 2021 is really about scaling and education. So how do we create um, groups that are owners focused or even, um, you know, for certain types of industry, like maybe affordable housing, where we're going out and we're saying, hey, did you know that about this embodied carbon? Did you, do you understand that you can actually have an impact when it comes to um, what you're emitting to build your buildings? Um, this is a free tool. This is how you use it. Uh, a big focus on that. And then also including more materials, um, helping the industry create these declarations for a lower cost in a digital format. Um, so that the database can continue to grow. 
Um, there's a whole long list, but I think the biggest ones are, again, education and just scaling and making the, the generation of this data easier for manufacturers. The Impact Report is brought to you by the MBA in Sustainability Program at Bard College. Recently named the number one green MBA and ranked as a top business school for nonprofit leaders by the Princeton Review, the Bard MBA in Sustainability offers a globally leading business curriculum that integrates sustainability vision, real-world consulting engagements, organizational transformation, and entrepreneurial training, equipping graduates to lead a just transition to a sustainable future. The hybrid program meets one weekend per month in New York City and online two evenings per week, allowing students to complete the program from around the U.S. without halting their careers. Bard MBA is accepting applications from aspiring changemakers for fall 2021 enrollment. Learn more at gps.bard.edu. What, what do you... What do you foresee the impact of EC3 having on the rest of the building industry and like the building market in general? Um, we, Keanu and I are currently taking our, our strategy class and we're thinking a lot about industries as a whole. Um, what do you foresee that EC3 and building transparency in general will do to the building industry moving forward? It's incentivizing low carbon material innovation. That's like the, the, the phrase that I like to use where, um, Manufacturers will innovate when there's a market demand for them to do that. And by creating a platform where they are um, understanding that this information is being shared publicly uh, and that they are now competing on it, um, we're seeing investments around um, low carbon cement and you know, uh, clean steel uh, and um, more disclosure and other material categories about the sourcing of some of these things, like you know, where does your wood come from? How is that forest managed? So I think. Um, it's really giving the lever on the manufacturing side for them to, to innovate and have a business case to ask for funding um, to focus on carbon reduction, uh, which is, is really exciting. Um, and the proof of having those numbers of how many searches and you know who's actually procuring that with carbon in mind um, really helps push that. Definitely. And um, kind of getting to that, that bigger fish to fry, like this is an industry-wide change that we're trying to make. So it's great that that's the, that's the push that it's going for. Uh, so my next question is, what is at stake in this work and why should we all be paying attention to the growth and sustainability of the building industry? So the building industry equates for, and you said this in your intro, I think, um, a, a large portion of our global greenhouse gas emissions. It's over 40% and over 10% in this embodied carbon bucket globally. Uh, so if we are going to, I have a nine-year-old son, um, really our our futures at stake, your futures at stake, for those that are, you know, your age and, and coming up into this world where the next um, 50 years are, are kind of uncertain based on the decisions that we make uh, when it comes to um, the, the negative impacts of climate change and feedback loops and all these things that we can talk about. Um, so if we don't try to, again, I think all get on that train, whether it's focusing on embodied carbon or operational energy or whatever it is when it comes to climate impacts, um, our, our future really, really is at stake. I don't know what the world's going to look like for Jackson when he's grown up. Um, that's really what propels me forward right now. You know, just to add, if there's anything that we haven't covered that you think you would want listeners to know about. 
Oh, I guess the one thing that we didn't talk about um, when you asked the question about um, kind of impact and, and what's at stake. Uh, one of the other things that we're actually looking at right now um, is how, when we're spurring this material innovation, how we can do it in a way that's very localized and regional. And, you know, there's work being done with indigenous communities where, you know, they know the materials that are on their land that can be turned into material building materials. Um, and those tend to be low carbon materials because they're made out of the natural things that exist right there. Um, so this effort on the education side and the innovation side is how can we actually actually focus um, on these regional local communities that could actually come up with a, a new product to, to bring to market um, in terms of a building material that could then show a lower carbon content and be something they can produce right there. So um, that's just another exciting thing that uh, is, is kind of coming out of this is that it doesn't always have to be the large manufacturers competing. There's room and space for lower carbon products to come at a much more kind of regional community level. How is so? Is that a, just the initial beginning stages that work with the indigenous communities? Yeah, we're, there's a partner. We um, actually just got shortlisted for a grant in partnership with the Carbon Leadership Forum and a group called the Endeavor Center, uh, as well as the University of Colorado Boulder. That's that's focused on this, and the Endeavor Center has been doing a lot of great work around um, actually going out into those communities and helping to try to figure out how to give them resources to first think about what materials they could make prototype those materials. There's you know, challenges around testing and things you have to do to get materials to market, but how do we really help catalyze that? Um, and the grant that we're going after is, is um, to help support that type of work. Yeah, thank you so much. It was really great just to get some more kind of insight into the work that you're doing. I know um, I've looked at building transparency kind of in, in some of my research and work. So I also want to thank you for just kind of making that data accessible for, for people like me doing research and, and stuff like that, um, kind of trying to learn how to make a change. So, so thank you. I appreciate both of you and just keep up the hard work and the good work. Um, and please reach out to me if you have any questions or need an EC3 demo. <laughs> Happy to help any way we can. We appreciate our loyal Impact Report listeners and hope you can help us spread the word about the series and the important sustainability work of our guests. Please rate and review the Impact Report wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you were inspired by this conversation, share a screenshot to your Instagram account and tag Impact Report Podcast. Learn more about the topics discussed in today's episode by visiting buildingtransparency.org. Join us for the next episode of the Impact Report on Friday, April 16th. We'll be speaking with Gary J. Nix, founder of The Brand Archist, Strategy as a Service. Interested in learning how you can launch a high-impact, purpose-driven career in sustainability? Check out the resources page from the Bard Graduate Programs in Sustainability for access to free resources to jumpstart your career in sustainability. Hear from leaders in the fields of climate change, consulting, impact finance, fashion, circular economy, and more about how they launched their careers and the tips they have for you to join their industry. Visit gps.bard.edu slash resources today.